Do it. Do it. Welcome to the Austin Otaku Podcast, hosted by Jesse McDonald and Keith Good. Welcome back to the Austin Otaku Podcast, everyone. I'm Jesse McDonald, joined again by the ever-lovely Keith Good. Keith, how are you doing? Man, I don't know what I'm going to uh, – if I can handle this type of positive reinforcement from you, uh, Jesse. <laughs> I need to start changing it up. I think I called you lovely last week, too. Maybe you're not you lovely did. this week. Um, Maybe – I was super or something, fa- you know, special. You're like, super. You, thanks for asking. I'm super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> All right, uh, challenge accepted. I'm gonna I'm gonna change up your adjective every week. New <laughs> new bit, new bit. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm how good. You? I'm good. I'm good. If you will, uh, another busy week, but they're always busy weeks, so things are good. It's true. It's true. Um, I don't know if I've had a non busy week for the past um, four months or so. I'd say. I think, Ever since you got back, actually. I was going to say, I think I was less busy on paternity leave than I was uh, <laughs> when I got back. It's crazy. This is your fault, Jesse. Yeah, expectations are higher. Yeah, uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> they might be lower, if anything. <laughs> Very excited about our guest this week. Um, I think uh, this is this is going to be a really cool show. Uh, I think so. And we're actually not changing the format this time. We're going to try it out a couple of times. So we are uh, changing the format, though. I'm calling you something different every week. That is true. It's it, that's somewhat of a format. But in terms of uh, overall order, I think we're still going to do the tell me something good. I don't know. I don't know if we're, that's going to stick or not. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. And then we'll do the lightning round. And that'll be sort of the standard format f- until we figure out what works better. I'm really glad that we we do an audio format because our guest's uh, face right now is amazing. Uh, he's not up to our shenanigans. <laughs> so with that in mind, uh, we're very excited to uh, to share that our guest today is the one and only Gary Eish. Uh, while most people know him for his work at Google since 2011 as a webmaster trends analyst and as well as being the self-proclaimed house elf and chief of sunshine and happiness, Gary's whoa, also- whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's not self-proclaimed, please. Okay. Mulligan. <laughs> those name, those titles were given to me by people, <laughs> by real people. So okay, according to Gary, I can also uh because the title of best hugs at a conference was given to me by the one Mark Traphagen, so I'm putting that on my Twitter now. Hmm. <laughs> but hmm. as you so to to please the guest as we should, the publicly claimed house elf and chief of sunshine at happiness at Google, Gary is also a cook, a scuba diver, a video gamer, and a Cayman aficionado. You can you catch Gary. What? You couldn't even pronounce that properly. Cayman. Cayman, right? Yes. The good Fair. is good. <laughs> I win. So we should edit in Gary's voice pronouncing it over me. Skimmin. Skim. <laughs> Skimmin. Say it normally. Tsukemin. Skimmin. There. It's there. We're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be a long podcast. <laughs> if you keep interrupting, yeah. <laughs> I I would never do that. 
You like just you did. <laughs> You've done it I twice, have, and I've read two sentences. I have, I have manners. <laughs> Debatable. <Somewhere>. Debatable. <laughs> I keep it in the fridge. <laughs> you can catch Gary on his own podcast alongside John Mueller and Martin Split called Search Off the Record, which we both highly recommend. We've shared it across the office and within the industry several times. So it's an excellent one. Check it out. And for the record, we will not be discussing any Google algorithms, penalties, or secrets that wait. you can use for your search data. Wait. Then why am I here? Oh, fair point. Oh, we're done. We're, oh, we're done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, have a good day. It was nice. We just wanted to you. Just wanted to introduce you. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, that was easy. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so, if you're looking for the secret sauce, this is not the droid you're looking for. But with that, please welcome Gary Ish. Yay, Gary. Um, guten Tag. <laughs> guten Haben? I don't know. Haben? Oh, Haben? Haben? No, just don't, please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show, Gary. We're off the rails already. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, can can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, both personally and professionally? Um, well, um, so it all started with um, Eve, actually. <laughs> I was so born, I grew this... up, I died. So there was this place called Paradise, and... Um, um, she had a mate um, called Adam, and they had a wonderful life there. But then there was this uh, tree, and it had <laughs> apples. So and they were told not to eat the apples. From what and I'm hearing, just, you've been diving too deep into that prehistory book that you got, right? Oh yeah, that the Swiss one. Yeah. Okay. So to okay, more seriously. Um, well, <laughs> I was born. I was born alive. Um, Good call. Um, yeah. And um, I've been saying no ever since. Um, <laughs> I started talking when I was six. Uh, apparently before that, I was uh, refusing to say anything um, to anyone. But uh, at the age of six, I actually started to talk. And I couldn't stop since then. Um, apparently, I was very hard to feed. Uh, I didn't want to eat. Um, so my poor mother was uh, chasing me around with food um, and trying to uh, feed me. And um, as soon as I started talking, when I decided that it's uh, worth uh, coming down to others' level um, and interact with them, then uh, I started saying no more and more. <laughs> and... Um, Apparently, that was my first uh, spoken word as well. Um, when my mother wanted to feed me something, then I told her no. And uh, that's basically my story. I, I feel like this brings a new color to our friendship. Keith and I have known you for several years, and we, we try to meet up whenever we're at a, a conference together. And I feel like knowing that no was your first word and what sounds like your favorite word, just it makes more sense now. Like the world just makes more sense. Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
A hundred percent. I think also the food thing really kind of plays in as well. Cause obviously if you were hard yeah. to feed and now like I, I follow you on Twitter, obviously, and on Facebook, and, and I see a lot of your food posts, and you're, you're right. starting up a, a foodie blog as well. And um, it's fascinating to me that you had you were hard to feed before, and now food is – would you call it an obsession? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I grew up uh, in a cook family. Um, so my father was a chef. My mother was working in a kitchen with my father. Um, and we always had amazing food at home for various reasons. Either my father was cooking something or my mother was uh, throwing something uh, together that was amazingly tasty. Uh, my grandmother was also a fairly decent cook, although my mother would disagree because mostly because my grandmother was my father's mother. So mother-in-law for my <laughs> mother or whatever that is. Um, I guess that was the main reason they were disagreeing, but, um, mm -hmm. uh, she was also a, a, a fairly good cook. Um, also my great grandmother was also a cook. So on your father's side as well. Um, on my father's side, on my mother's side, I don't actually know. Interesting. So the food came, it seems like the, the flair for sort of cooking and, and being a chef right. comes from your father's side of your family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I literally grew up in kitchens. So it's like cooking is basically second nature to me. Um, like I cook literally every day um, or bake something every day. Um, and um, my my neighbors uh, typically enjoy that um, when this Corona <laughs> crap went sideways uh is this a pg-13 podcast or um, rated or x. It's, it's rated x oh that's that's fantastic we have no limits go with go with it so when this covid crap uh, went sideways um then um obviously switzerland entered the lockdown and everyone was freaking out which is not true everyone was just like sitting at home um and making fondue um that's also not true um <laughs> because it was uh, spring and in spring you don't do fondue. Um, that's just a winter thing. Anyway, um, basically my neighbors were sitting at home. Um, I have two neighbors who are very old. Uh, one of them is 80 something, the other one is 70 something. Um, and they just can't go out or couldn't go out um, for groceries or pretty much for anything. Um, so I started doing groceries for them and then later I, I also cooked for them. Um, so for, I think for two months, uh, I was cooking for those two, um, well, three people because one of them has a boyfriend. Um, but, uh, then also inside Google, uh, some people learned that, uh, I cook, um, and then they also subscribed. So for... I think for two months I was cooking for um, seven, eight people. Um, wow! And basically, that's a that's an everyday thing. Um, like wow, I was <laughs> I I was the uh, person who was feeding them. You um, literally are the chief of sunshine and happiness. Actually, he's literally the house elf, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but. Um, 
it, it was no trouble for me. Uh, basically, um, you just scale up things a little, um, and things just work out in the in the kitchen. Um, it, it's it's not that complicated. Um, but um, I was told that the, my cookery is is quite good. Um, so the pictures look great. Yeah, that's my uh, other uh, talent that uh, I was nominated uh, for a uh, Grammy for. Um, <laughs> best picture. Um, yeah, I didn't know Grammys were giving out non-audio based awards. Now you do. Yeah. Oh, now you... not Grammy. It's G A M M I. The Gammy. Gammy. <laughs> You're 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 the community grandmother, <laughs> chief of sunshine, happiness, and gammies, and gammy, gam gam. We're gonna call you gam gam for the rest of the show. So uh, yeah, sounds, I noticed. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Hey, so have you ever um so so have you ever had something that you made that was absolutely beautiful in in a picture, but maybe flavor wise wasn't the best. Have well, you had that yet? Well, sure. All the fishes I take pictures of or landscapes. Like the landscape picture pictures typically taste horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to Ansel Adams. He would disagree. Hmm. Interesting. But, so, but yeah. to, to be fair, did you eat the fish that you were taking pictures of, though? That's, no, never. That's the question. So, you know, it's still an unknown, I think, at this point. It's time to go well, scuba diving again. The, I tried eating the picture, though. Hey. Oh, <laughs> good, good point. Good point. Pictures taste terrible. Usually was it printed on inkjet or uh, laser jet? Cause I I've heard that affects the taste. Um, uh, um wait, I actually don't know what, what dot, on earth is this uh, dot matrix dot matrix. His pictures are printed on dot matrix. <laughs> no, it's not laser. It's inkjet. So okay. basically, yeah, there you I, go. yeah, basically I'm poisoning myself with, um, lead and whatever. Hmm. I really enjoy that if it was laser jet, uh, you wouldn't have been poisoning yourself. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a completely healthy and a natural um, um, spice, if you want. L lasers oh. are a naturally born occurrence. They no, are, no, they no. Are, they... I'm, I'm talking about a toner. Oh, gotcha. Oh, the toner orchards, orchards in, uh, in Switzerland are, are renowned globally. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's one of our um, export <laughs> products. The toner um, orchards. And, um, <laughs> but they only grow at uh, altitudes of over uh, 9,000 feet, uh, which is uh, um, about, what's that, 700 football fields. <laughs> You're asking the wrong two guys. Uh, we are definitely not sports guys. Oh, wait, are you talking about European football? Because that's a, that's a different one. No, I'm mocking your imperial uh, uh, system uh, ah, of okay. unit. Oh, otherwise you would have called them pitches. So it'd be 700 pitches. Uh, I don't know I... that word. It's not in my voc vocabulary. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, from what it sounds like to me, the natural occurring toner orchards in Switzerland are somewhat picky. Uh, would you say that you are picky when it comes to food or are you very open? Because whenever I've eaten with you, you've ordered the same thing for the last five years. Seven years. Have we been? Oh, well, I guess we have known each other for seven years. Wow. 
Yeah. You huh. used to look great and then you aged. See, it's funny. I was much larger when we first met and now I'm shrinking in in width. And yet you're saying I looked better plump. That's interesting. Tastier. I, I, you look tastier yeah. plump. I guess that's fair. More gristle. <laughs> I, I I don't know how to how to get out of this. <laughs> Welcome to um, the hole. You keep finding yourself digging deeper and deeper. No, I'm I'm also digging sideways, and usually I would I, I would um, I would find a way to um, start digging upwards. But in this case, I just I just don't know how to you say say how to say it nicely that uh, I would take a bite, for example. <laughs> you, you you were you're currently doing the the Willy Wonka Great Glass Elevator of hole digging. You can go multi directional. You're a polydirectional hole digger. That's maybe, fantastic. Maybe your second nickname of the hour is Dig Dug, uh, after the famous 80s video game. <laughs> so okay. Gam Gam and Dig Dug. So are you a picky eater? Um, actually, I'm not. Um, I, well, I travel a lot for work um, when I can travel, um, when COVID is not fucking up my life. <laughs> um and uh, that means that you also get introduced to lots of uh, cuisines right because you go to japan you find tsukamen and then you eat tsukamen for the rest of your life for example or you go to indonesia and then you find this uh um weird salad uh made of chilies and uh, uh onions uh called dabu dabu and um eat that for the rest of your life or you go to india and you discover palak paneer and then you eat that as well for the rest of your life um so i try lots of different things and then um for every country pretty much i will uh settle for something that i like the most from that particular country um and i will consume more of that but besides that i will also eat other things well except in japan where i only eat sukamen so it's and less of in, being picky and more of knowing what you like and sticking with it. Exactly. Like gotcha. in America, I know that I will either eat pancakes in <laughs> Vegas. True. Um, or um, I will eat um, Five Guys hot dogs in California. <laughs> what a bizarre thing to associate with. As an American, <laughs> Five Guys hot dogs is the most <laughs> strange shit to say, it's oh, so I'm going good. to America. That's what I'm going to get. Like the one thing that I miss from America right now is it's me. Oh, he shook his head. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't even have words. <laughs> <laughs> there's a first time for everything man yeah wow so the the, the thing okay, you so going back so going yeah. so going back um the one thing that i miss from america is not jazz <laughs> is actually the five guys um hot dogs and i'm saying five guys because uh i'm hoping that they will strike a contract with me uh, like an advertising contract and i could say that in every single podcast i'm featured in five guys, five guys. Not, a not a sponsor yet, yet. <laughs> exactly um and they have this hot dog um usually i custom build it because then i can add lots of oh my god i'm salivating um <laughs> so 
the the bun is toasted right because it's hot dog um but uh, then the the whatever that is what, what do you call it in german it's uh wurst uh the, oh, the hot dog the actual hot dog itself or the what you call the inner the, the meaty thing is that's also a hot dog yeah usually yeah. it's called the wiener or the dog or the wiener yeah yeah what's wrong with you people we oh, don't know where do we start yeah we would have to do another podcast you need another shakespeare to invent some words for you um Indeed. but anyway um or me i could even ah <laughs> uh, ah uh, challenge you could be the next shakespeare Megan I, mean, I i i always thought that um um shakespeare just couldn't england properly and then he was just like making up words um which would be very me um but anyway um and then the hot dog is cut in half the 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 wiener is cut in half and then uh fried wow okay and then you add a little just some little green stuff like salad or whatever and then you add jalapenos and then you add uh, uh sriracha sauce and then you add mustard and then you add two kinds of cheese, uh, which I forgot which kind of cheeses, but uh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Do you like any wiener with your hot dog? <laughs> it's so good. Okay. It's so, so good. Next time and you're usually, in Austin, and, I have a new recommendation for you. And, and, usually, and usually I order them uh, through uh, Uber Eats because Uber will also sponsor me. Um Uber Eats, not a, not a sponsor yet. yet. <laughs> and uh, usually I order like three or four of them to the hotel where I'm staying. And then I'm just munching on them and watching uh, uh, something in a TV, usually. Jerry Springer? Uh, no, the show that we were talking about and I Parks forgot and what was it. Park, yeah, Parks and Rec. Uh, basically, I find a channel uh, where Parks and Rec is on, and then I'm just watching that. And basically, I'm learning from Ron Swanson. Mm. A good mentor. No yes. better teacher. Yeah. So we are at the 20-minute mark, which means that it is time for our newest Only segment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We are at our second occurrence of our newest segment, which would be the tell me something good. I think it should be good. Mm, tell me something Se- good. So here we're going to to recommend. Oh, one. wait, that you were trying to make a pun. We don't mm. try. We do mm, successfully. Oh, wow. pun achieved. That was pathetic. OK, continue. <laughs> We're really glad we brought you onto the show, Gary. I know. I can see it in your face. Like I don't think I've ever seen your face red like now. I I appreciate you making fun of my overweightness and rosacea. So that's cool. It's a yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm from Europe. I'm I, I'm from Europe, so we don't have these uh, barriers uh, essentially that <laughs> Americans have. So I found over the last seven years. <laughs> So, with that, do you want to kick us off? What is your your recommendation, your taku recommendation this week? My taku recommendation. 
yeah pick up diving when corona is calmed down and it's not fucking up anyone's life anymore yeah, that's you, fair you would think scuba diving would would be sort of immune to to that whole thing because you're wearing your own sort of oxygen <laughs> supply right well yes and no um you have to wash that thing uh, after every dive and mm. usually you wash it in a common space uh, or common tank so you would or the idea is that it might be possible that you spread the this idiot covid uh mm. in the water um or through the water to others so basically even if you own your own equipment you have to wash it and mm. you typically would wash it in a common uh common area common area yeah um which uh, would enable uh this freak to spread um so we can, also can't really go diving covid yeah i'm not but a fan i'm really not a fan like no. i know that people are cheering for it like crazy but i'm really not a fan like one of the worst things to uh happen to me yeah i feel that as well it sucks yeah, yeah. Well, on that all... high note, Keith, what's your recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, last week I recommended an anime. Uh, if you remember, I, I recommended um, a, oh gosh, I've already forgotten the name of it, From the New World. Uh, this time around, I'm going to recommend a comic book series called East of West, written by Jonathan Hickman uh, and produced by Image Comics or published by Image Comics. So fantastic story. Honestly, if they don't turn this into a movie series, I would be really surprised. It's it's very well done. Um, it's about sort of the uh, end of the world, somewhat, somewhat. You've got the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Death is the main character, and he's this sort of Clint Eastwood type character who is uh, pissed off at the other three horsemen and uh, is trying to kill them. So it's, it's actually a, a very interesting uh, storyline. I've heard it is being looked at to become some sort of series or film or something. Totally. I think it should be, it should be done. Um, that's my opinion. So East of West, um, Love it. how about you? How about yourself, Jesse? What do you got for us? So for me lately, I've been diving more into my original career plan, which was graphic design and watching a series of films that were really important to me in college, uh, known as the design trilogy by Gary Hustvedt. And basically, it starts out with the documentary called Helvetica, which ends up being somewhat of a history of the the famous font itself, but actually goes a little bit more into graphic design history, going from modernism and Swiss design all the way up to more of the postmodernism grunge style of the 90s and how that's kind of gone back into a circle of modernism in the early 2000s. And then... Second film being called Objectified, which is about more product and physical design. And the third being Urbanized, which is about city planning and city design. So super cool set of films. There's also a companion book that uh, actually details out all of the interviews. Um, Helvetica specifically was very important to my life and my career as a designer before I became an SEO so that that would be my recommendation. Definitely check it out. It's on Prime. The Blu-rays are awesome. So, what's it called again? The Design Trilogy. Nice. Okay, if we are at uh, recommending movies, um, then I very strongly recommend 
anyone who hasn't seen uh, Schindler's List, watch it. Now you have lots of time, <laughs> lots of lots of time. So watch it and Good try call. to watch it. Try to watch it without being interrupted, like just as I was by Jesse. Um, <laughs> don't stop for a coffee break. Don't stop for a, a, a snack break. Don't stop for anything. Just sit and watch the whole thing. Hmm. It's uh, I, I try to recommend this for pretty much uh, anyone. Um, and it's like, in my opinion, it's the greatest thing that happened in a very, very long time. Hmm. It's good so movie. good. Really good movie. All right. So that concludes the, uh, the tell me something good segment. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Fun stuff. Back to questions. Gary. What? <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't you, like this. Oh, this, this will be a fun uh, topic because I think I think oh. you've already mentioned it a number of times uh, already. And we've, we've had an, a long discussion about how you're supposed to actually say the word. Uh, but um, it's Cayman. It's Cayman. Sukeman. However you want to say it, um, you obviously have a bit of an obsession with Skamen. Uh, how Sukeman. dare you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're right, right, but how dare you? It's, it's pretty well documented at this point. And in fact, uh, you know, if I may quote you, uh, Jesse and I actually took you to what you said was the best Skamen you've ever had at Ramen Tatsuya <laughs> uh, here in Austin. So uh, I want to I want to understand your your love of this this. Um, the style of quote unquote pasta, even though it's really not a, a pasta per se, um, in Japan, <laughs> why your colleagues at, at Google tend to like to poke fun of you and call it spaghetti and, uh, and how you feel about that. I just love the fact that he hated the place that we took him. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't hate it. You said it was sweet or something. It was okay. It was okay. So here's the thing. Um, like, I I had the I had Tsukemen at the place where it was invented. Taishoken? Taishoken. By the people who been who who's been or who have been working there for like three decades or whatever. Uh four decades. What what year is it? Oh my god. 2020. That's the five decades. <laughs> half a century. Um well not not really half a century, but for a very long time. And I literally had the original Tsukaman. Um, and the taste is in my head. Basically, I remember how it tasted, how it's supposed to taste. So when you go to other Tsukaman places, then you will try to match that the new place's taste to whatever you tasted at the original place. And they are trying, and some of them are actually quite decent so for example the tetsutsukamen in in japan it's it's really there and it's really really good um but then you go to random places i also had bad tsukamen in in uh, uh in japan so it's it's not like every single tsukamen place in 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 japan will be good but um most of them are are, are great and and very similar to what the original was um, and then there's Jesse, uh, who is telling me that 
this is the this is a fantastic place basically mm-hmm. uh, he's overselling the place in uh in austin and then we go there and i'm like i have high expectations because you know this person you trust uh told you that it's fantastic um and then you are served with this well hot ramen or <laughs> with cold noodles and it's like well it's it's okay i mean it tastes like ramen um the noodles are okay like nothing special about them it's just ramen noodles and then you are like that's it's okay i mean i've had better but you've also had worse even in japan right no the worst the worst tsukam and i ever had that was in la Ooh. Where, that, where was it was, in LA? That um, I actually left it there. Like I, I had like a little bit of it, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm not going to eat this." Hmm. I'm, I'm not going to say it. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, uh, downtown LA. Um, it's a relatively famous place. Um, Ooh. But well, I'm they're... not going to say it. I, I don't want people to go there for it. <laughs> for, for this. Uh, it, it was super disappointing. Um, so I will give you, for several years now, I have been hyping the hell out of Ramen Tatsuya to you just to try to get you to go. Because I do enjoy their Tsukamen. but oh, it's good. I mean, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's definitely non-traditional. It, it tries to bring in a barbecue flair yeah. to it. Yeah. So it's definitely different. It's 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 not trying to to mimic the original. It's just a dipping noodle, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's my bad. I overhyped that way too long. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's but, your it's usually your fault. Like whatever happened, like COVID. I mean, we know for certain that it's your fault. A hundred percent. I had a child. COVID started. Totally my fault. Um, yeah. I brought I mean, this on. It's not coincidence. Like the little no. one is born and COVID starts. It's like, yeah. Well, I thought that, I thought that to was be fair. Cats. To be fair, <laughs> it did start before she was born. Uh, you know, I heard it was because of the Cats movie because that was released in December. I agree. Dame Judi Dench did this. Oh, Dame Judi Dench. The cat's movie is not in my memory. I refuse to remember that thing. <laughs> Left it on the table like bad Sukumen and yeah, in and I walked. I walked out on it. <laughs> that, that that's I like. Yeah, let's just not. Anyway, have you so ob- obsession about Sukumen? Why am I obsessed with um, with Sukumen? Is um, well, one is the taste. Um, so that Sukumen broth. Um, that's not supposed to be a rum, uh, a typical ro- ramen broth. It's uh, made slightly differently, and it's more um, savory, I think, um, and it has more complexity. But I also like ramen in general. But um, the problem, my problem with ramen, is that it's always hot. Like it's always served boiling hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are Japanese, then you can eat it because you basically slurp it and mm-hmm. then it just cools down when you are slurping it. Um, they actually have a word for that, susuru. Um, but I'm not Japanese. I don't know how to eat that thing. Um, and I always just obliterate my mouth, mm. uh, when <laughs> trying to eat, uh, 
ramen. And then um, um, a friend introduced me to tsukemen. Um, and I was fascinated by it because you can regulate how hot the, the noodles should be um, to your taste, basically adjust the temperature to your taste by dipping the cold noodles into a hot soup. And it's just perfect because you can set everything about it. You get a very tasty soup and then you can regulate the temperature of the noodles. It's just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that aeration is something that we in the West don't really do uh, very yeah. much. The slurping of the noodles, the aeration yeah. of the noodles. It's something that Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese in general yeah. have, a, they're very, they're very comfortable with. We, we consider that rude in the West. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the exact opposite. Like, for example, in, in Japan, I was told that, um, or I was asked whether something is not good because I was not slurping. Hmm. And, Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's literally the exact opposite of what we have in the West. I so agree. We, we talked a little bit earlier about how one of the things that you typically do with, with your food sort of exploration, because you've, you've been doing a lot of what looks for, to me, like a lot of really fun kind of creation of specifically Japanese food at home during mm -hmm. COVID, but you take really cool pictures of them. And for as long as I've known you, you've always been one to, to try and take a lot of photos, especially when you're doing like road trips across the U S or something. Uh, what, how do road trips and and photography kind of play into your to your everyday life? You mean in COVID time? Not because during that, that COVID. That, because that would be very easy to answer. <laughs> <laughs> you take mirror selfies? Oh, I hate selfies. I hate seeing myself <laughs> anywhere, basically. Um, I only have one mirror in my whole house, um, and I'm trying to avoid it like the plague. Um, I feel you the are, same way. You are from Romania, though, right? So um, it's a uh, Dracula can't see himself in mirrors. Uh, okay, let mirrors. me let me be more specific. I'm, <laughs> I was born in Transylvania. Oh, mystery solved. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, we we now have an even greater understanding of the man. <laughs> but but do you though? No. My new favorite what? word. <laughs> no, I like that. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I chuckled. I know I did it. It's been seven years in the making, but I finally made you laugh. On oh, purpose. The worst. This is the worst day of my life. Great. Uh, Jesse's going to win a Grammy for that one. Yeah, a gammy, a gammy. <laughs> um, so road trips. I actually don't take many pictures. Um, I'm very picky about uh, pictures or scenery or whatever. Um, and something actually has to look uh, worthy of my time, <laughs> essentially, to to stop and, and take a picture of it. Um, I do have an eye for it, I was told. Um, so I would notice the things that might be worth taking pictures of. Um, typically not people because... Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, it it combines really well with 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 road trips um, 
because then if you notice something interesting, then you can stop. I particularly like uh, empty uh, areas like, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the whole area around Vegas, for example, like Death Valley. Uh, I adore Death Valley um, because it's just so, well, unreal. And there are no people around usually, or at least not where we go. Um, it's just, just great. I like the emptiness. Interesting. I remember one, one grouping of photos that you showed me when you took a trip from LA to Vegas for PubCon one year, right. uh, you, you, I think you went to one of the the kind of ghost towns and and showed like one of the old mining towns and took right. some really cool photos of some like dilapidated buildings and right. I, I found it really interesting. It was super cool. Yeah. Um, was another thing is that usually I don't take the roads that um, are the shortest. Um, like, for example, if I'm driving up from LA to to Vegas, then um, I would avoid like the plague the the major highways um and uh rather take for example route 66 and just drive on route 66 um upwards um to see things because if you if you i don't remember which highway takes you to vegas but um well combination of highways um but you don't say shit basically <laughs> you are just you're just driving 90 miles an hour or 100 miles an hour um if you are a gary um <laughs> um well actually if you are gary then you're probably driving 120 um and uh you don't see anything there's there's nothing to see uh especially not at that speed um but uh if you take uh route 66 for example or the road along uh route 66 um then you actually have a chance to see something like you, like the the stupidest thing. Uh, for example, uh, along Route sixty six, there's a train line, um, and usually at uh, sunset, there's this. Um, well, you have to catch the right day, but usually at sunset, I always catch this uh, uh, freight train, um, which consists of probably hundreds of wagons. What seems what it seems um and uh, taking a picture of that basically if you catch the engine in the foreground and in the background the setting sun over the mountains it's just just fantastic and it's it's a, it's two very common things basically you have a sunset which usually in california are kind of epic because of pollution mostly um <laughs> and uh you have the other common thing which is a train but if you combine them they actually look fantastic um and then because it's route 66 um there are lots of um abandoned uh or what americans like to call it unincorporated um <laughs> um settlements and usually that means that there will be lots of abandoned buildings um, and perhaps one building where um, the owner of a gas station lives. 
and you can take pictures of those things and you can stop and try to figure out why or how this went downhill like why that the settlement was abandoned i mean we all white was abandoned because the highways were built and then route 66 became um less used and basically they just went bankrupt um but it's still interesting trying to figure out what uh people were doing there uh, because very often you can tell based on the uh abandoned building like for example if you see that inside um there were or, or there are um, um two three uh stoves you can tell that people were perhaps cooking there mm. for for the other one well, other people living there um you can see saloons i'm trying to figure out what the good is doing with his hands because he's oh. <laughs> gesticulating <laughs> and he was just giving me the finger like no. a moment ago um which i don't know how to feel about that but so well, i actually don't feel about it but sorry that was that was poor camera placement i was popping a knuckle so sorry right right you, that, that's you what mentioned I would say too. it's like so so in short you get your kicks on route 66 <laughs> oh please we're having uh, a middle finger war right now oh. for those who can't see <clears throat> oh i oh sorry i'm just <laughs> or <laughs> popping my knuckles you could be a hand model gary i know Beautiful I, get that, I get that i get it a lot <laughs> you mentioned driving uh possibly 120 down a highway what's on your radio when you're when you're hauling at speeds defining the lines between man and machine i mean i only do that if if the roads are empty sure sure um, but what are you listening like, to like as soon as a car shows up um in my in my mirror for example then i i would slow down because like to me it's it's one thing endangering endangering my own life um and a uh, completely different thing endangering endangering others of course um so when i'm actually driving really fast like germany style um <laughs> then i would probably listen to something very uh fast paced um like high bpm that could be some old trance for example or could be um it could be linking park for example i love linking park hmm. um it could be i don't know pretty much anything fast-paced um if i'm driving uh like a human being um then uh usually i i podcast uh, I listen to some podcast or audiobook. Um, like last time I was driving up from LA um, to, to Vegas. Um, I'm actually really disappointed this year. I'm not going to do that. Hmm. Uh, I just realized that. <laughs> oh, freaking COVID. Um, yeah. uh, um, I was listening to uh, Talking to Strangers. Hmm. Um, it's, if you like reading... Uh, read the book. If you like listening to audiobooks, read the audiobook. It's a very easy to listen to um, audiobook. So listen to it. It's it's amazing. And we are back to recommending something good. <laughs> That's uh, Malcolm uh, Gladwell, right? Oh yeah, he's okay. He's amazing. 
Uh, also listen to other books from him. Um, the other books are also great. Um, or read. Um, anyway, also he's very funny. He was on Conan um, uh, trying to make it, make friends with Conan or whatever it's called, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's also funny, apparently. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm listening to audiobooks uh, or podcasts, um, something something deep usually, um, because then I can like I need something to concentrate on when when I'm driving. Um, if there's anyone in in the car with me, then uh, then just music, like random, easy to listen to music. Understood. Yeah. By the way, it's uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend is the name of that podcast. Yeah. Not a sponsor yet. Yet. Uh, well, not yours. <laughs> uh, yeah. So actually, that that podcast, um, I very strongly recommend it. It's it's one of the most hilarious things I've ever listened to. Um, I'm I just finished up uh, pretty much all the episodes. Um, I think a week ago, um, and uh, which reminds me, I have to complain to him on Twitter because I know that he's not reading um, the tweets that he's receiving. Something <laughs> that I uh, learned from him um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so now I'm ignoring Jess as well. I mean, um, uh, people on uh, Twitter. Hmm. I'd ignore um, me too. <clears throat> yeah. I will never forget that uh, you actually complained to me about not following you on Twitter. <laughs> At the ramen shop. At the um, ramen shop. Biggest mistake I ever made. Because now you do, and now you comment. You and Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan, what's his face? What's his face? <laughs> Love it. Doctor, what's his face? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um... All right, so um, I, I don't actually know. Are, are getting we, are to the lightning yet? round point. Are, uh, oh, lightning you, round! You never, what? You didn't tell me there's a lot. Why there's, are we oh. not done yet? And see, and that's the thing. If you would have done your homework and listened, you would have known that there's a lightning round. No, because then I have to listen to these things. I don't. But it's going to be to the thing. second most hilarious podcast you've ever heard. What was the first? Conan. Oh, Conan, O'Brien Needs a Friend. Not a sponsor yet. Yet. Um, yeah. No, that is a very funny show, I would say. Have you actually listened to it, or you are just, like, taking my word? Oh, no. Absolutely. I have 100% heard that, uh, listened to that podcast quite regularly. That and probably Bill oh, Burr's. Good. Yeah. yeah I'm, I like I'm a big, more now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of um, Sona. Mobsessian. Oh, she's, she is my favorite. <laughs> She's fantastic. Um, Does I, he ever bring Jordan Schlansky onto the podcast? I feel so bad for that guy. <laughs> like, I, 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 I hope that he never shows up in the podcast. I think he showed up in the podcast that was for uh, uh, right after the lockdown started in LA. Hmm. Um, like they did a special. Um, and uh, I, f- I, I always feel just so bad for that guy. Like Conan, <laughs> Conan is is really mean to him. Um, and yeah. <sighs> I, enjoy well, it. I would do the same thing. So fair. So Keith, do you want to, you want to kick off the lightning round? 
Yeah, let's kick off the lightning round. These are just a few questions we ask every guest to sort of get a sense of um, how they would answer these questions and, and uh, do it in a very quick fashion, lightning style. So if you're ready, let's kick it off. How do you think your hobbies have contributed to your success in your full-time work? Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. Could you repeat? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think your hobbies have contributed to your success in your full-time work? Uh, my hobbies. Or my your side passions. Hobbitses. Your hobbitses. <laughs> your preciouses. My preciouses. Um, I don't think they have. I mean, I mean, I'm cooking, I'm taking pictures and I mean, no, I don't think they have. Um, yeah, because it's a lightning round, I will add more. <laughs> it's more like a ro slow rolling storm through the countryside. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's take pictures. Let's take pictures. Let's take pictures. Okay, well, let's let's move on to the next one then. If you could be one fictional character, who would it be? I'm Batman. Nice. He's Batman. Perfect. Uh, okay. And finally, if uh, no, wait, wait. Okay. That Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> that sounds a little more on par. Because he can't die or because he does really great oh, jokes? It's just hilarious. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, all right. Lastly, what are other interests would, uh, what other interests would you pursue if time wasn't a constraint? What do you mean? Time is not a constraint. Well, you're, there I, are only 24 I mean, hours I'm, in a day. Yeah, but time is relative. It's a human mm -hmm. construct. Okay, yeah, so you're... I, yeah, exactly. It's a human construct. Oh, crap. I forgot you're Dracula. Ah. <laughs> you're eternal. You're immortal. So is Wait, there anything I that am? you're... It seems like it. Well, you want to be Deadpool. He's immortal. You are from can Transylvania. He, can he age? I imagine he can't because aging is, is a part of the um, dissolution of that little DNA strand thing. Ah, that... right. Because his cells are re regenerating, so mm -hmm. he can't actually age. But basically, he, the number of cells in his body are always the same. Mm, there's one point when I think his white blood cell count gets too high. His, they, they repair themselves too often. Oh, really? But I think it's a hypothetical story arc. I can't remember. Huh. We should look this up. We shall. Let's okay. do that. So All right. What, what, what would I do? Um, I would... Uh, well, I am. Um, I, I'm fascinated by psychology. Um, and I did take um, a few... Well, a year um, at college. Um and uh i'm i'm trying to go back and and uh do more or learn more um uh, uh, psychology specifically forensic uh psychology um because i just find it fascinating and i so promise i I, pro I promise i will use it for good <laughs> not like oh, wait i misspoke i'm going to use it on good <laughs> on good, on, on, on good. good. Oh, so you're you're a little bit more like Scarecrow from the Batman series. I gotcha. <laughs> well, actually, Harley Quinn was also a psychologist as well. Yep. So yeah, ah, hey, and I'm just as pretty. See, I think he's more like Fraser. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> We're Niles. He's much more of a Niles. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. Well, that was our lightning round, or as we call it on this episode, the slow, s- slow rolling storm through the countryside on a spring afternoon. <laughs> and with the end of the lightning round, according to uh, my stopwatch, I think we're at time. We're right at time. Oh, that was it. That it's finally over. You don't have okay. to deal with us anymore. All right. Bye. This has been the Austin Otaku Podcast. To learn more about us and our show, to be a guest, or to subscribe to our show, go to www.austinotaku.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All right. Do we want to do we want to try and do the no yeah, version? Let's, let's yeah. do the no version. Yeah, let's do it. I like that these. you're all hyped up on the no version now. <laughs> the no version teaser. Well, I actually, really what we've been building. I, I actually got. I, I actually got the bunch of energy from this. Yeah. So, well, good. Yeah. I'm. Awesome. I'm glad that uh, we could bring some energy into yeah, your could, life. We could. We could re- record a, uh, the next episode as well. <laughs> we should Sweet. do a follow up. That would be fun. How do you feel about Star Wars? We are having a Star Wars panel. No. Oh, oh good. Good. <laughs> the, We've already there's, started. There's the first no. Oh, we, we, I, I don't know if we started this or not. <laughs> okay, we haven't started yet. We haven't started yet. How do you want to do this? All right, let's just uh, ask some questions, some random questions back and forth, and we'll do this for the next couple of minutes and then right. go from there. And and we'll try to make it sound as, as awkward as we possibly can. Oh, I'm going to throw out things that are going to be really hard for you to say no to. Uh, okay. No, don't do that because then it, it's not that funny. Fair. Like basically, I shouldn't be forced to say no. Like it should come natural for me to say no. Right. Okay. Like, do you like UNICEF? No, of course not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what you wanted. We don't know what you want from us, man. That's true. That's true. We're we're finding you have a humanitarian side to you by knowing that you cook for all of your neighbors. I mean, before this, I thought you'd be like, all right, well, I'll cook for you if you bow down to me. Just kidding. Uh, how do you how, how do you know they haven't bowed oh. down? Oh. He poisoned their food. No, they are still alive. Poison in the morning, antidote at night. So that's that's how the food works. Always, always. All right, we'll get started then. I think I think we can do that.